What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Melody, and I'm back at it again with another episode. Happy Wednesday, everyone who is listening to the sound of my voice right now. This has been a long week. I feel like I didn't even do anything last week, but I know I did. But I think that's because I actually went on a vacation this past weekend and um, it had its fair share of ups and downs. But overall, it was a really good trip. I was so excited, so grateful that I was able to see my dad and some of my cousins and just be able to experience that weekend with him. And I am definitely looking forward to next year uh, to be at that specific event. But I will probably see my dad way before then. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that was a really, really good trip. Um, and speaking of dads, uh, this is basically what this episode is going to be about. Um, just kind of going more in depth into my relationship with my father, my desires and how we are doing now. I think I talk about him from time to time in different aspects in in regards to what I may be talking about at that time, but I just really want to be able to dedicate a whole episode to just the dynamic of our relationship over the years and just how I am feeling after being able to spend time with him this weekend in hopes that those out there who have broken relationships with their fathers, um, people that don't know their fathers, don't know um, you know, don't desire to even have a relationship with their fathers, that something that I say today would just, uh, you know, one, either prompt you to, you know, really seek to restore that or, you know, to find someone that uh, you're close to that is older than you that you look up to as a father figure uh, to be able to glean from um, because I just feel like some a man is very important in a woman's life in regards to the daughter and father dynamic um and i feel like it's become more and more clear to me uh as the years have passed so (sighs) buckle up this discussion is going to get very vulnerable it's going to get very deep i may cry who knows um but let's dig in So it's always good to start out with just a little bit of some backstory. Um, uh, my parents had me when they were in high school. Uh, my mom was 15. My dad was 16 or 15 going on 16 um, at the time, but they were young. Um, there were several different sides of the stories that was told to me. Um, so um, on my mom's side, I was told that my dad wasn't really in my life until around the age of two or three. I could be wrong, but that's what I remember. Um, and on my dad's side, when I was able to be able to just spend time with him for the first time um, as in t- as a teenager, where I was able to comprehend a little bit more, um, I was told that he was in my life when I was a baby. So I, you know. Hey, you know, two different sides of the story, you know, put together. It's like, okay, well, this is what you said, then that's what it was. Um, But anywho, um, I remember uh, just over the years just desiring to have some sort of father figure um, in my life at a starting at a particular age. I don't remember what age that started at, but I do know that there were times where 
I would see my friends who had both parents in the home or at least some sort of access to both parents. Uh, you know, it was kind of really uh, hard uh, to see that dynamic and, you know, desiring it for yourself and not being able to have access to it. So I think, um, you know, despite all the negative things that were being said about my dad or, um, you know, the times that I would be able to see him, you know, there was still like this hunger and this desire to be able to uh, get to know him for myself, uh, despite what people were saying. And so uh, I remember, uh, you know, every time he would come down for my birthday, uh, we would go to this place called Summer Waves, uh, which is a water park in Brunswick, Georgia. Um, you know, we kind of, we were going to Chuck E. Cheese until I had a certain uh, incident there. I think we went there often anymore. Um, the incident was I ran into uh, the Chucky, and um, it was just never the experience was never the same as a kid. Although I do enjoy Chuck E. Cheese as a, an adult, um, past judgment if you want to. It's still a really great place if you want to still feel like a kid. You know you can go there from time to time. Anyways, um, but anyways, uh, so you know around the age of ten, my dad went off to college and uh you know did his thing i would see him you know once maybe twice a year um and yeah that was pretty much my life um and so i just feel like the way that he was placed in my life i i didn't really have the strongest relationship with him um the only time i really would talk with him if if uh i needed something you know after the fact that something already happened or um just just a place of need in general that kind of transferred over into my college years and so on and so forth. Um, recently, uh, maybe starting around the time where, not even recently, but starting around the time where I graduated high school in 2009, um, I started to uh, visit my dad more frequently uh, during summer breaks or during you know winter breaks from college and things like that and um I only went for one summer break I think one one or two summer breaks but anyway that's neither here nor there and uh in those times I was able to really be able to uh spend time with him get to know them in those little windows uh some of them some of the times were great some of them were not so great uh I remember even before uh graduating um even before graduating high school, I went up there around the age of twelve, and uh, it it was a it was a doozy. Um, there were some good moments, and there were some not so good moments. Where I, you know, in the midst of me actually being up there, I wanted to go back home, and um, yeah, it was just a lot to take in. It was too much, and you know, when you're growing up in a specific environment, you're placing another with another parent that you barely even know is is really different and confusing, and yeah. Um, I'm hoping that you can relate to this, so I'm trying to get to more recent activity where I can really speak um, to just the experiences that I've had. So fast forward in just a little bit, um, about three years ago, um, I decided that after I was 
when I graduated college um, from Georgia State University, I decided to move up with my dad. And um, it, at first it was a job opportunity, but it was so, so much more than just having a job right after college. It was more so just to be able to have the opportunity to really get to know who my dad was for a longer period of time because I would go visit him in increments after I graduated high school, whether, like I said, it was summer breaks or winter breaks between different, you know, between the fall and spring semester, basically. So anywho, um, so like th like I said, three years ago, uh, graduated in uh, spring of, I walked the stage spring of 2015, but I didn't end up finishing everything out until December of 2015. And I moved up to where he lives uh, around January of 2016. And uh, I was so excited, you know, just to be able to, uh, not just have a job and, you know, be able to work, like, right after college, but to be able to have the opportunity to uh, get to know my dad, you know, kind of get gain back all the years that I lost throughout the years of him not being there every single day. And so the fact that I am will be pretty much under him every single day, I will get to know him um, in that regard. So it was a roller coaster ride for sure. I uh, won't go into all the details because uh, some of them are uh, dis disclosed information, but just as far as from my experience, um, around this time, like a month from now, uh, you know, me and my dad got into a physical altercation, which I've uh, shared with you before in a different episode, um, but I don't think that I went into detail, and I think I will, but if you would like to know that information, I'm not um, opposed to sharing that piece of information, but for the sake of this episode, I won't go into detail. Um, but however, um, the, the altercation ended in damaging our relationship, um, and I feel like it was kind of already damaged before from my perspective, because... There will be moments, even when I was in college, where there will be um, moments where I felt like he was ready to end the relationship with me uh, several times, two to be exact. Um, and I feel like I was always in a place where I had to walk on eggshells with my dad and I couldn't really be myself honestly and just how I felt. And I felt like if I was really able to express how I felt about something, um, that I would lose him. And so I would just be very careful in what I said, uh, just very just timid and shy because um, I didn't want to do anything wrong to lose the relationship that I longed for for like pretty much my entire life. And uh, so when that happened, it crushed me. You know, he became another man in my life that you know, abused me in some way. Like, he was no longer my father. He was just some other guy. And for the next three years or two years, honestly, um, I was just really battling, you know, the thought of do I want him in my life? Um, is this worth it? Um, 
you know, like I think, of, and I start thinking about the moments where he wasn't there necessarily for big moments for me that I felt were big, um, that he wasn't necessarily there, but it didn't make a difference. Um, but I feel like once you start having access to a certain person, you uh, you desire to uh, want to still be around that person. Um, and I think it's just, you know, something about the father-daughter dynamic that is just like a, a daughter needs their father or some father figure in their life um, at some point or from the beginning or whatever. Like, it's, it's very important. And... Um, so I wrestled with that for, you know, the next two years. Um, after the whole physical altercation happened, um, I moved out, of course, a month or two afterwards, moved back in with my mom, came back to Atlanta, you know, had to get my relationship with God back right because I feel like after that, like, after that happened, like, I was already not in a really good place spiritually um, with the with the person I was dating at the time and then when we broke up I started dating someone else that wasn't really good for me as well and then we broke up and I was like okay God is the only person that I'm going to be able to uh, fill all these voids that I'm trying to seek uh, for in other people so I needed to get my foundation in Christ back strong um, and really understand that he is enough for me and so I went on that journey that was in January of 2017. I moved back to Atlanta, and around March of that same year, I came back to my home church, the PAV Church. I got open with my best friend, some sisters at the time, and, you know, went through a restoration process where, you know, I was really just dedicating myself to really understand God's uh, promises for me, his value that he's uh you know, that he speaks about in his word that relates to me and uh, just really gaining uh, strength from him and my weak areas and just, you know, constantly uh, surrendering the things that was causing me to be stagnant in my relationship with God and also just hindering me from really just being close and intimate with him. And so uh went on that, per, per, you know, that journey that started that process, and it just became clearer and clearer that I just can't count, counsel my dad out. Like, I, there is still a purpose, you know, for me and just being a light in his life um, as a disciple of Christ. But also, too, it's just like, even though there was one side of me where I didn't desire to have the relationship, there was an other side of me that, that did. Um, and it was just in constant battle with one another. And it wasn't until uh, I started really talking about it, you know, the people and, you know, they some of them understood my sentiments, but other people didn't understand, which is okay because not everybody's going to understand what you're going through. But the people that did understand, they helped me to see different perspectives because I was so engulfed in my own. I think that's why it's so important to have a, a group of uh, women, you know, in your life for the ladies and, you know, a group of men in your life for the men you know, to really be able to give you different perspectives on just different things that you're thinking about because uh, a lot of times we can get so caught up in the things that we're thinking through um, that we're not even open to other perspectives. And, you know, those other other perspectives can be helpful to actually uh, having a clear direction on how to move forward. And so I was really, really grateful for that, you know, 
And um, I'm trying to find my space. Okay, yeah. So, you know, that happened, you know, and I finally got to a place where I got the courage to actually have a conversation with my dad. And um, I was studying the Bible, and I was reading about um, when they were walking around the wall of Jericho, Jericho on the seventh day, the the wall kept came tumbling down. And I actually was on a seven-day fast. And so on the seventh day, I got a call from my dad. And basically, um, I was just sharing with him, you know, things that I felt like I wasn't able to share with him. And I felt a little bit more bolder about it because at the end of the day, it's like I don't want to ever be in a position to where if my dad suggests something and I don't agree, that I won't be able to have a voice, you know, for it. And then also, too, I was understanding how much my relationship with my dad correlated with my relationship with God and the way that I was treating him is the way that I was treating God, too, um, subconsciously, subconsciously because... Um, I wouldn't think about it until, you know, someone would ask me a question or I'm just kind of praying or meditating and it'll just be like very clear, like, man, like the way that I'm treating my dad is the way, same way that I'm treating God, like the way that I communicate with him, the lack of communication with him, um, you know, not feeling obligated to, to share these things, um, which kind of like put me in a place where I was like, well, I don't need to go to God about everything. But he clearly states in his word in Proverbs 3, 6, that seek his will and all you do and he will show you which path to take. So um, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't seeking God on anything. Um, and like I've told you before in my uh, shift or get shifted episode and all the things that took place in 2018 last year, um, I feel like some of those things happen as a result of not seeking God's plan for my life or seeking his will for my life and, like, really seeking clarity on the path that he wanted me to take as I'm doing now. But anyways, so kind of fast forward to this weekend. And uh, there was just so many healing moments for me um, because it made me think about last year when my dad came down to my premiere for the show that I wrote. I wrote and produced and directed. Um, and it was something that he said there where I literally felt like we started our healing process. And he pretty much released me and gave me his blessing to pretty much do my thing. Um, the things that I've desired to do, the things that I've desired and longed for him to understand that it's not that I don't didn't appreciate the things that he, you know, went off and did when he left me at the age of 10 to hand to me at a, a different age. Um, but I just felt like I wasn't being heard, like, um, or I was being, um, yeah, I just felt like I wasn't being heard. And so that meant so much to me. But I feel like when you're trying to build with somebody that you barely know, you don't know where to start. And so even though those moments happened, I was still unsure of how to move forward. Um, and it wasn't clear until this past weekend 
where I was able to really have these moments with him. And just the processes that God has been taking me through over these past couple of months of just really learning to love self and surrender, um, you know, self to him, um, really seeking God in every single thing, understanding, like, who he created me to be, even with my shortcomings, um, even when I sin uh, intentionally or, you know, subconsciously, um, that God is still that prodigal son's father with his arms stretched out, open to receive me um, like I've never left. And I think that was the same thing that I experienced with my dad this weekend, you know, and was really able to really visibly see, like clearly, like the way that God is, is trying to get me to see that he's the same for me. Um, like literally this trip was taken care of it was covered like all i had to do was pay for a flight and everything else was covered from the hotel accommodations to food for the whole weekend like everything was covered i never i didn't have did not have to reach in my pocket one time and um even being able to think back on that weekend and think about my relationship with god it's like that's what god is calling us to do too it's like He's just asking us to show up. He's just asking us to be obedient. He's just asking us to trust him. And everything is already taken care of. He's already went before us. He's gone before us. He's already planned out of our li- planned out our lives for us. He has a purpose, you know, for us to, you know, being here. And I have not seen it so much clearer than I have now of like knowing that God is has everything that I need. He is enough. You know, he has provided everything that I need in this season and that whenever I'm faced with anything else from this day on, like, I will be taken care of. And then, you know, on the other side of things, you know, um, there was a moment where my dad was taking a printer down on a cart to the elevator to the back of the hotel and... um I decided to hop on, and uh, I looked up at him, and I was like, oh, this is the wagon ride I never had, but, like, internally, it felt so great because there's a lot of things, like, just simple things, just minor things I feel like that are probably seem minor. Like, that meant so much to me because I never got to, you know, be pulled in a wagon by my dad, and it seemed so, like, minor, but that was so huge. You know, for me, for us to have that moment as a 27-year-old woman, you know, and it was just, it was just great. It was great moments. Um, but I, there was one time, particular conversation that we had, which was kind of a follow-up conversation when I got back to Atlanta, and I just really called him and just told him how much I appreciate him. And I don't think I've ever really like. Like, I feel like I've said it in the past, like, how much I appreciate him. But this time it was like, no, I really appreciate you. Like, I'm so grateful for you being my father. You know, I'm grateful that I even have this opportunity to even have this moment with you. Um, I can't speak for a lot of other people, but I don't want it to be one of those things where I wish I did when I have the opportunity to do it now. And um, it was just a whole this different perspective shift of just like there was you know like I said earlier like I I always call my dad out of a place of need 
and not just love. Like, I just love you. Like, I just love you and I care about you. And because of that, like, I want to see how you're doing. You know, I want to see, you know, what's going on. How can I add value to what's the things that's going on in dealing with the family? Um, Like, what can I do to not necessarily please you, but what can I do to make sure that you know that I'm here, you know, that I'm your daughter, you're my father, and this relationship is going to grow. Um, And it was so crazy because even before I had this conversation, I walked to work since I live literally not that far from my my job, maybe five minutes, like, driving time, but 25 minutes to 30, depending on my pacing, um, it takes me to get to work. And I usually try to use those times to just pray to God. And so I prayed, and um, it was really good because I think there was a moment where I, I was just, of course, praying to God is talking to God, too. And there was this moment where I was just like, I just really appreciate the consistent character of God and who he is for us that I feel like can go under the radar radar or be taken for granted a lot because it's it's like these cliche things that we say, you know, that sometimes we don't really take it to heart. Like it's just we know that this is who God is, but like do we really understand like what that really means? Like when we mess up, when we you know, sin, when we fall short, when we uh, go against his will and try to take things into our own hands, like, do we really appreciate his grace? Do we really appreciate his mercy? Do we really appreciate his love, his kindness? Uh, Do we really appreciate the things that he gives us willingly without us even asking? Like, we, if we never ask for these things, like, God is still willing to give these things, just like he was willing to give our Give us his only begotten son. We didn't ask for that. If anything, we were asking for the opposite. Our hearts were so far from him when he made that decision. And even in knowing about that decision, for me, it's just like I never really understood it until I actually sat down with someone and they helped me to understand like what he did and what my part in it was. But like these are things that... Are so that can be so cliche, like you know, John three sixteen. You know, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You know, like do we really believe that? Do we really believe that Jesus died so that we can have this everlasting life with God? To the point where it's in our language, it's in our actions, and the way that we engage others. Uh, with our lives that persuades them to see that there's something better. There's something better than what they are currently experiencing. There's something better than the pattern that they find themselves in every single day. There is something better in this relationship with your father, you know, if you would gain a godly perspective in it. Now, I've seen a meme where you know, I think it was talking about toxic relationships and not saying, it was saying something in regards of, like, just because they are this person in your life doesn't mean that you have to have that relationship. And rightfully so. There's a lot of toxic relationships that you don't necessarily need to fight for because they're toxic. Um, but if they're not, like, really, really finding your heart 
what is it that is hindering you from really getting to know your father in that way? Um, because I think the last thing that you will want is for the opportunity to be missed. And now there's a whole another set of grief that you have to deal with other, uh, aside from the grief that you already feel that he's not in your life. So if you have access to your dad and you have the opportunity to talk to him, please, please do. Because it's, I know for me, it's, it's been really, really amazing because now that I understand that I want to come to my dad out of a place of love and not just need all the time, that I know as a result of that, my relationship with him is going to be so much more deeper and it's something I've always desired. And this was a desire that I had at a, since I was young, and now I'm 27 years old, about to be 28 next month, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just super excited about just how this is going to take off and how much more of a positive impact it's going to have on my relationship with God and the way that I'm fighting to be intimate with with God and be, you know, and seeking to to please him from a point of like with my life and my actions and the things that I choose to do and um, deciding to trust him and not myself and deciding for him to take control and not me be in control or try to be in control rather. Um, but just to understand that the season that he has me in is grooming me for the seasons that's going to take place afterwards. And I just want to be able to be attentive and understand that he will provide everything that is needed to be able to go through these seasons. Um, so yeah, I I just wanted to be able to share that with you all guys, with with you all guys, with you guys, um, and um, you know because I I for one am a person where I don't try to like just share things and make it seem like that's it, you know, even though, I mean, everybody, every relationship has their own set of struggles, you know, their own set of sets of ups and downs, but I love my dad um, so much and I appreciate him for everything that he's done, you know, over the years, conversations that we've had, um, they've been so helpful for the woman that I've am becoming, even to this day. Um, I think there's specific things that even are going on in my life currently where I can really say like, if it wasn't for my dad, like I wouldn't I wouldn't have this piece of information, um, and I'm grateful for that. So, yeah, I hope that anything that was said today was. Um, impactful, made you think of something, made you think of your father, made you think of something that you may now need to do in result of that to get it right, you know, while you still have the chance. And so I'm just going to say a prayer. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much just for who you are, who you continue to be, and the example that you have left for us. Uh, Just super grateful for... um, 
the relationships you give us, God, the friendships that you give us to continue to be our best selves. Oh, Father God, I pray that we can seek to acknowledge you in all of our ways. God, I pray that we can seek out people to really express what's on our hearts when it comes to our parents, whether it's our mother and there's someone seeking to be restored with their mother or there's someone seeking to be restored with their father. God, I pray that you just uh, really be with their hearts, um, Father God, that they make wise and responsible decisions um, that's going to be helpful to their walk with you. God, if it's harmful, I pray that you take it away. God, I pray that you replace it with something that's going to be more beneficial and really just being able to um, seek you on a different level, to be able to experience you on a different level. God, I'm just super grateful just for this platform that you have given me to speak freely, to speak vulnerably, um, and just to be able to share different aspects of my life with those who are listening um, in the hopes that there's something that impacts them to bring about change, Father God, um, in their own lives. Uh, thank you so much just for the experiences that you've taken me through over the years to even get me to this space of just appreciating who you are for who you are, God, um, and not just always coming from a place of need, but just really just grateful that I have this life, God, that you've already laid before me, God, that if I just continue to trust you, if we continue to trust you, that you will lead and guide us on which path to take. Um, I pray for just everyone's and my rest of the day, God, the rest of the week, that we can just really seek to do your will over ours, God, that we can seek to uh, release control, God, that you take control, God, of our lives, God, because you know what's best for us, God, even when it's not clear, God, but to know that you have already gone before us and set up the time and places for us to meet different people, to meet different situations, that you have equipped us, God, and that we are enough in every season. Uh, pray all this in your son's Jesus' name. Amen. Are you looking for affordable jewelry? Or you just started wearing jewelry and you need to know where to find quality yet inexpensive items? Well, I have the solution for you, MLB Accessories. Miranda is an independent consultant for paparazzi jewelry and it's only $5, I repeat, only $5. She has necklaces and each necklace comes with a set of earrings. She has bracelets, rings, and so much more. She also has accessories for men as well. So go to mlbaccessories.com and shop away. She also goes live every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on her Facebook page, MLB Accessories. Um, so please go and support because this is honestly where I get my jewelry from and I have not been disappointed. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Mind Your Own. Whew, that was a conversation right there, y'all. Um, so yeah, I am just so excited, like I said, to see where our relationship goes. Um, 
and how in, of a, much of an impact is really going to be on my relationship with God, like it's already, like it already has been. Um, I'm so excited as each week I aim, as each week I aim to uh, really just grow in my vulnerability um, and just learning the balance of taking care of myself spiritually, mentally, physically, um, and seeking to do the same, uh, you know, for others, you know, just making sure that we are taking care of ourselves because it's so important uh, while seeking God's love. And I said that all backwards, but it's all the same because uh, that's what I strive to do every single week. Um, and if you are listening on iTunes or you have iTunes on your Windows computer, please go to Mind Your Own in the search bar on the store and leave your girl a rating and a comment and a review more so it's not a comment but um yes they're helpful they're like seo for me and if you know what seo is a search engine optimization and this is how people are able to find what they are looking for whether they are struggling with their relationship with god whether they are struggling with relationships and friendships and or not even struggling, just looking for some inspiration, looking for a different perspective in this walk with God. Please recommend me. If there's something that you are getting out of for yourself, share it with your friends um, so they can be able to leave a rating and leave a review as well. Uh, also, if you are someone who is seeking God and wanting to know what this life is all about, you can reach out to me at the mind your own podcast at gmail.com or on facebook or ig at mind your own podcast hit me up in my inbox and let me know how i can help you how we can just really sit down and dig into god's word together to really understand what you're going to be getting into and surrendering your life to christ once again i'm your girl melody host of mind your own podcast here every wednesday not doing two days anymore every wednesday um so i will talk to you all next week so i hope that you have a great rest of the week and i will talk to you next week that was a lot of weeks yeah also um if you want to hear my voice more throughout the week and these episodes are too short for you I also am on this podcast called Conversate. We uh, go live on YouTube or Facebook. It just depends. Uh, But you can follow us on Conversate MC on Instagram so that you can know when we go live and where we go live. But uh, I am there with my two good friends, Darius and Steve. uh, And we talk about a lot of things. But this this summer, we're talking about more spiritually focused things and just really being vulnerable about our lives and just having some really good conversation some good banter so uh you know check us out there but in the meantime i will talk to you all later peace